Welcome to the Tailored Careers Podcast. My name is Shannon. I'm a career and business strategist. I coach driven individuals on how to find career clarity and confidence, along with the help of my wonderfully supportive friends and network of professionals. My mission is to bridge the gap between the uncertainty and unfulfillment into a clear path forward. Listen in to both inspiring solo episodes and guest interviews as we explore and hear these stories from experts, provide advice, and career tips to help you gain clarity on your own personal journey. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Tailored Careers podcast. Today, as part of our Mindset Reboot series, we are going to talk about the toxic workplace or toxic working environment. According to Forbes.com, the toxic work culture is the number one factor driving people to resign. I even read the quote, workplace culture needs a detox from a news headline. Okay, let's pause for a second and dig into this. Toxic in and of itself is a very strong word to use. The term is used to describe poisonous, harmful, or malicious behavior or settings. When you Google the word toxic, Yes, you may get the Britney Spears video, but you also get images of the yellow hazardous triangle sign, skull and bones, caution, exclamation marks. This word, and quite frankly, culture, where bleeding are extreme. Are all of our situations really, truly toxic in nature? Are they hazardous to us? Or are we maybe misaligned in our expectations from employer to employee. Now, I'm not saying this is the case for all scenarios as there are truly hazardous or toxic workplaces, managers, cultures out there. But I want us to take a step back and reflect on our situation. Having a poor work culture is not the same thing as having a toxic culture. Think about this in terms of a relationship. If you and your significant other are not always on the same page, wavelength, you disagree, you have different values, maybe you break up, you wouldn't call it a toxic relationship. Unless, of course, there were toxic behaviors like harassment, verbal or physical abuse, shaming, something along those lines. But we must be careful to so quickly label something just to go along with the trend. So how do we apply this to a workplace setting? Let's take a look at what some examples of actual toxicity looks like in the workplace. Bullying. Absolutely. Harassment of any kind. Yes. Discrimination. Yes. Engaging in unethical practices or practicing in illegal activity. Yes. These are toxic. However, some examples we might see are actually a reflection of unmet or unsatisfied expectations, or possibly misalignment. Let's look at those examples. A poor work environment could be this. Let's say you have worked in a customer service role for several years, and your boss constantly checks in on you multiple times a day as a way of micromanaging, if you will, you and the rest of the team. In this scenario, Your boss has a different expectation than you do when it comes to management styles, maybe even metrics you're held to, or how to lead a team. But I wouldn't call this toxic. 
Maybe you've been managing a project to complete in a short period of time on top of other several duties you've got on your plate, and it's just near impossible to get done. Work seems to be piling up on you, and it's honestly overbearing. That deserves a conversation with your manager on workload balance and look to reprioritize tasks to better align yourself and the team. Or let's say you meet your metrics every single month for a year, two years, and it goes unnoticed. You go above and beyond in everything you do at work. There's absolutely no reward or even a thank you. So now you're feeling hostile towards management because of their lack of recognition and assumption of lack of caring for you. In this case, your expectation of getting praise is not met. So in all these examples, there are tons of areas of improvement for the company, for management, for leadership, and likely these behaviors going on are not cultivating strong employee satisfaction, good team collaboration, or overall success. But I dare say these are not examples of a toxic environment. Rather, again, a misalignment or unmet expectations from one party or another possibly both. I'm not saying the buck stops here and you must deal with these outcomes. Rather, I'm trying to push for having conversations with your manager, for standing up for yourself, for setting boundaries, and really driving home these expectations so you are in alignment, so you do have met expectations. Now, let's take a look at some examples that are toxic because, of course, unfortunately, this does happen. Picture yourself walking into the break room and you overhear a few coworkers talking about a fellow employee and making derogatory claims, laughing and joking about someone's race or religion. Now imagine that happens every day. Of course, that is a toxic environment, not an environment I want to be in. Okay, now picture you on a marketing call, happens to run late, late into the night, and your manager makes a sexual pass at you and wants to meet up with you later. Imagine that happens on a regular basis and you're feeling very uncomfortable. Yes, that is a toxic environment. Picture yourself coming into work every single day and at some point there is an employee who gets in an argument that gets pretty heated. There's lots of yelling, screaming, conflict, and this happens often. Yeah, okay, that's a toxic environment. Of course, there are many other situations and and issues that I have not brought up that could possibly be a gray area. I understand that. But at the end of the day, the intention of this episode is that I want to shed light on this, this trend and calling something toxic that might not be toxic and caution everyone on making these claims. And not just to jump on the bandwagon, so to speak. So now let's talk about unmet or unaligned expectations. Well, you have one idea and the opposite side has another. Now, to be fair, something could have been promised to you in an interview, a conversation with an HR contact or manager, someone at the company, and that expectation or that conversation point is not coming to fruition is not what you're experiencing day to day. You must be in control of your career. You take the driver's seat, not your manager, not the company, not the CEO, not the president, you. If you are uncomfortable 
or you're feeling stuck and not sure what the best move is for you, I encourage you to start journaling and writing down specific instances of when you're feeling things were uncomfortable. Start to look at these and determine if there are examples of going through a tough season, a tough project, an employee you have a disagreement with, or an external factor that may make you feel down or not your best. So that's okay. In a cycle of life, we sometimes go through. That might not mean that you need to leave your job or that you need to find this new thing to get out of a misalignment. Maybe you're just going through a tough season. And I encourage you to start journaling and reflect it. If if it is something internally going on, try to find the root cause and fix it there. Or maybe it is something that is internal at work. Have a conversation with your manager or someone that you report to, your supervisor, and address these conflicts. Address this misalignment. It will never go away otherwise. However, what should you do if you are feeling stuck and in a true toxic workplace? Some of those examples we talked about before. I mean, very very horrible environments. I hate to break it to you, but likely the culture won't change in those situations. Or if it does, it's going to take a huge rehaul in management and the team itself and can take a very long time to overhaul that bad seed and that bad culture. So if you are seeing yourself in that type of environment, your best bet is to find something else with a better fit a better culture, a better environment for yourself, one that shares your values. Start looking and networking to find an opportunity more aligned to your core values and your expectations. And I do stand by that. And if you're feeling stuck, and if you don't know what your path is or need a little coaching, a bit of a nudge to take that next step, I want to hear from you. I have two great coaching programs that help bridge the gap between the unknown and the uncertainty into a clear path forward. Connect with me on Instagram at at tailored careers. Send me a DM or an email at tailored careers for you, F-O-R-Y-O-U at gmail.com. All right. Thank you so much for listening into today's episode. If you found it helpful, would you please share this with a friend who needs to hear this message? My hope is that we can spread the word and help level up someone's life if they're sitting in that fear zone of taking the first step in career clarity. That's all for today. Be blessed and keep going. Stay inspired, my friends.